Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. We are here. It is the last week of the regular season. The fantasy playoffs are upon us. Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. It's a fungin. It's a fungin. Fungin? Nice. I like it. James is in his fungin. Yeah. He's feeling it. He's feeling it. As always, we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I didn't get a chance to do any underdog uh, prop betting this week, so I took a week off from that this week. Uh, but James, you've been on fire, like, just in general. Just in general, playing some bets here and there. Um, very happy about it. I don't want to go too much into detail. But, yeah, Underdog's great. I love using it for, for daily fantasy, Hell yeah. especially the pick'ems. It's a fun time, and yep, we've got a great deal for you. Yeah, if you use code DHH, you're going to get matched up to $100 right away when you throw in a deposit. If you only got 25 bucks, they'll match 25 Do the math. That makes 50 bucks that you can play with. You can do anything from a buck here and there, however you want to do it. I'm a small change kind of guy. I don't bet big to win big. I don't like the risk. The percentages don't work out for me typically. So I'm a small change guy. I'd like to do some of the small prop bet stuff. You know, spend five bucks, make 100 if I get lucky that kind of thing. But you can bet any way that you want. There's also basketball. There's hockey on there as well right now because that is also in season. Um, you can bet on Shohei Atani and his $700 million. No, you can bet on him. Yikes. Wow. I saw that and I was like, damn. Everybody's like, oh, it's like, Woo. everybody's like, oh, it's going to be like 550, 600. Nope. Dodge, Dodge is like, come on in. Dodge is like, oh, did you hear that thud on the table? <laughs> Well, that was, it, that was us. I, I know this is a football <laughs> podcast, but they were talking like how many endorsements that will pay for this contract, like in Japan, China, like all over there. That pretty much the pays Dodgers for aren't hurting seven. for money, so no. I think you'll be okay. No, Magic Johnson. Hopefully, he brings that magic to uh, the Washington Commanders. Yeah, well, we shall see. We're on bye week this week, so maybe they'll get some magic over the bye. Uh, but Underdog is absolutely awesome. Once again, check it out. Code DHH match up to hundred dollars today. All right, let's talk about some injuries as we jump into it. There was a few. There's some news we got going on. Um, first of all, the Bills activated tight end Dawson Knox from injured reserve today. You saw him play a pretty good amount of snaps along with Dalton Kincaid. We may talk about that a little bit later on how that impacted Kincaid's target share in a highly contested, kind of fun game between the Bills and Chiefs today, but ended in controversy because everything does nowadays. Oh, yeah. Uh, for injuries, <laughs> Christian Watson is out on Monday night with his hamstring against the Giants. Um, I'm starting soft tissue issues on athletic receivers always bother me. You guys remember Alshon Jeffrey, right? Yeah. 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 He was one that was like forever soft tissue issues and he had a hard time staying on the field. We just saw Watson start to get it going last week. He had two touchdowns. Then he gets hurt for me. All this means is the only guy that I'm confidently starting in the green Bay passing game right now with Luke Musgrave out is Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed should lead that team in targets. What do you think about that, Tyler? No, I, I completely agree. Uh, still really like Musgrave in his future, but we won't be able to see him in the fantasy season since it's pretty much over. But um, yeah, for, for me, it's that, you know, I'm not an AJ Dillon guy. Watson, I have zero shares of. Same. And pretty much uh, he was a 24-year-old rookie coming into the season. Like he, he turned 24. He's older. He seems to always be hurt. The soft tissue issues. He's Will Fuller esque. I mean, we all wanted that big year from Will Fuller, and that's what it's kind of turned yeah. into. So, uh, the talent won't, I feel, blossom like we were hoping. And I think Jaden Reed is the guy that everybody should go out and probably get. Yeah, hundred percent. James, what do you think about this Packers passing situation? Uh, I don't want to discount Jaden Reed because he is absolutely awesome. But I will mention that Romeo Dobbs has been often involved with the Just offense, especially when Christian Watson was out in the beginning of the season. We saw him 12 targets, 13 target games. Not saying that he's going to do that now that Jaden Reed's starting to blossom out a little bit, but I can, you can rely on him for like five targets per game, and he has a ceiling of about 70 to 80 yards receiving. So yeah. in, a, in a great matchup against the Giants, you know, just 
speaking this week coming up. <laughs> it's great. It's great for Romeo Dobbs. And I think he's at discount. And I think is he stays with the team. This is obviously. a team. This yeah. is a team where I could see going out to free agency and signing a T Higgins and signing a Saquon. Like, I think they're going to make a big offensive signing for a playmaker standpoint, which isn't because, like them. So, I mean, it no, could, they're due. They're due but for that. Rogers Roger, is gone. So that's yeah. the whole reason why he's not going to be like, I need Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you here's, mean here's, Randall Cobb hey, who scored a touchdown today? I know it was Mom. like third catches a jet. Hey, here's some belly button lint. Here you go. How about put that on the field instead of Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb? Cause they're absolute dust. Hey, Xavier Gibson, just keep an eye yeah, on him. Look good. Uh, yeah. NFL Network's Ian reports that Isaiah Pacheco and his shoulder is not expected to be placed on injured reserve. We saw the split between um, Jarek McKinnon and CEH. I know CEH was a popular pickup in redraft leagues this week. Um, cool. I was staying away from the Kansas City backfield. McKinnon did score a touchdown. Good for him. But uh, I was just kind of avoiding the Noid. I'm kind of avoiding all of Kansas City's offense with the exception of Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. Yeah, so uh, CEH had a hit where he tried to hurdle somebody and he got hit. And it reminded me of my daughter has a giant stuffy that has arms and legs. And when I throw it at her, the arms and legs kind of go toward where you're throwing. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Like when I threw the stuffy at my daughter when we're playing around, like CEH flying midair. That I was like, God, he, I mean, I get he's, he's a little thicker than he, he was last year, he but, is, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it still was not great. You'd like to see more. And even the crowd after that play, the crowd was like, holy crap. Like this is our first round pick. <laughs> we could have had Jonathan Taylor. Oh, oh anywho. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm avoiding the Kansas city backfield unless Pacheco is active. I'm starting Pacheco every week because he's looked really good. He's been their best runner by far. And he's he's been active in the passing game too, which is good to see. Uh, CJ, well, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I did go out and get Jarek McKinnon anywhere I could because if we sure. don't remember last year, like he was I a know. league winner. So if you're if you're contending and he's still out there on waivers, go scoop him up. Chiefs need to find something. I even picked up Daneric <laughs> Prince in a in a redraft leagues just in case, like if he flashed because he he flashed in the preseason. They seemed to like him, but. I was like, all right, uh, you know, when you have that that last roster spot and you pick up like the high upside guy and then if he doesn't mm -hmm. do anything, you drop him. That's yeah. that what I was. Yeah. Doing. So uh, CJ Stroud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> CJ Stroud was forced from Houston's week 14 game Ooh. against the Jets. Uh, it says potential concussion. I'm going to tell it you was. Um, he was concussed. <laughs> well, I filled this out at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Right? I know. I know. His uh, head smote the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it bounced like a like a four square ball. That thing was. I was like, oh, I, did, I did the audible like to watch. Um, yeah, his, his head got whipped back and bounced off the hey. turf when he was sacked by Quinn Williams in the fourth quarter. Uh, up until that, he wasn't looking all that great because Nico Collins left this game early. He re-injured his calf and then was gone. We all know Tank Dell is done for the season with his um, broken bone. Um, so it was really just Noah Brown, Robert Woods, Brevin Jordan. I mean, not the most attractive passing yeah. options in this game and we all know the Jets defense is very very good so yeah rough go of it for CJ Stroud today um if he does have a concussion there are chances that he could miss next week and yeah. it would be Davis Mills Mechanek in his stead <laughs> uh, so, Mike Glennon Jr. I I do want to say um I was thinking about this after the hit so the NFL doesn't allow you to put body weight on a quarterback but you can full back suplex a quarterback into the freaking ground and bury him and not get a flag. Yeah. Like that. This is my, and also, Hey, everybody who said Stroud is just legit. This is what happens when you take legitimate weapons away from Stroud. He isn't as good as you would expect. Uh, yeah. And, I... and same with Mahomes. Look at Mahomes. Mahomes sure. is struggling without weapons. A quarterback needs weapons. It's not like, Oh, this guy could carry you. Like this shows like Bryce Young is an actual buy. We saw we'll, we'll get into the Bryce Young, but like sure. we saw really good, like hopeful plays from Bryce Young. With as, his legs. As, and as much as Stroud has shined this year, he's had some really, really great games, but he's also had a couple real stinkers in there, too. Like he's a rookie. That's what we all have to remember. We hope that what we see in year one is going to carry over into year two and he'll keep that momentum going. Um, but this is, you know, games like this, games like a few weeks ago when he had like 100 yards and he didn't do all the well. That's reminders like, hey, these guys are rookies and they're going to have ups and downs. I mean, unfortunately, Bryce Young is just down, 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 down into the ground. That team well, is down. Oh, I mean, technically, this was only his third game that really was under double digit fantasy points, but maybe I'm, even second. Yeah. And 
Like I'm I'm giving him a pass because of the because of the injury, yeah, um, and the bad weather in this game. I yeah. mean, Zach Wilson looked pretty good in the bad weather. Yeah, James. No, <laughs> with that 300 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, but Zach Wilson has. I mean, you tank Garrett take, Wilson, tank Delaware. <laughs> yeah, and you take Nico Collins away, and then all that was left was Brevin Jordan, and then poof. So Stroud this gets is, hurt. This whole John, game John reminds never be a thing. Unfortunately, this whole game reminds me how elite Garrett Wilson is. Like he it, he makes a quarterback. You've seen like, hey, Garrett Wilson just target him. 30 times if you have to. He is an elite receiver. And this is a game that shows it because every time they target Garrett Wilson, it's like, okay, that's a big play. That's a big play. That's a big play. I'm hoping you bought the dip on Garrett Wilson. Yes. And Doug, I know you did. And I I tried where I where I didn't have him. I already had him. I had him in a lot of of spots. So and there's another second year receiver that had a massive game. I can't wait to get into, which Doug also bought the dip. (laughs) We we will get there. Uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, unfortunately, started off three catches for like 30 yards, and they took a big hit in the – he was midair, took a big hit to the rib area, um, and he was taken to the local hospital, and he's been released from the hospital. We don't know what the injury designation the going team. forward is. Hopefully, he's going to be fine. Uh, if you watch that Minnesota-Las uh, Vegas game, you know how Crickets. ugly it was. It was so, so, so bad. You had to um, locally, so – <laughs> but obviously getting Justin Jefferson back in your lineup for the first time since week five, I was looking for like this big lift right before the playoffs. So him uh, sustaining an injury kind of took the wind out of my sails a little bit in the few leagues that I had him, unfortunately. So I'm hoping that starting next week um, that he'll be back and he'll be okay. Cause if you roster Justin Jefferson, you're in the playoffs, a awesome B you're going to need him in order to win the ship. So hopefully Jefferson comes back and he is a okay. Uh, Justin Herbert was knocked out of the game, uh, with a finger injury, but this time it's not on his left hand. It's on his throwing hand. He has a fractured index finger on his throwing hand. The, the chargers are now what? Four and eight. Yeah. Four nine to go. They have a coaching problem. Who cares about his hand? They have a coach. I don't, I don't, if I'm the chargers, I don't bring Herbert back this year. Five, five and eight. Five and eight. I don't, I don't bring him back this year. He's they they pretty much have Edward Scissor hands at quarterback right now. Like that that's the problem. Like he's gonna have both he's of them. He's doing everybody's hair in the locker room. <laughs> and the oh, funny thing is topiary. my favorite part about this is is they showed a picture of him on the sideline and he tried his hardest to keep that thing in a sweatshirt. It's like, yeah. dude, you're trying to yeah. hide it from media. Everybody knows yeah. you hurt your right hand. Everybody knows like Fields had an injury. Russell Wilson even, had an, even Kurt injury. Warner said the index finger is the last one that leaves the ball and it's really big for accuracy. He's like, so he's like the thumb and the index finger, are like the two most important fingers for a quarterback. So it's like yeah. if he broke an index finger, but he yeah. still got his middle finger when uh Staley gets fired, so he can use that one when he's walking out the door. He, yeah, yeah, you can <laughs> give him the, the uh the old finger guns when Staley's leaving town, which will yeah. hopefully be soon. God, yeah, hopefully um, tomorrow because it's this is done. Yeah, Just get him out. It's pretty much over. Yeah, this offense, this offense is terrible. The Chargers, you know, another North Dakota State quarterback in the mix, Easton Stick. Hey, oh, everybody talks about Carson Wentz and what he did in North Dakota State. And but Trey Easton Lance, Stick, what he did. In, uh, Easton did not Stick do that was, in North Dakota State. Easton no. Stick won a championship there. Easton Stick, North Dakota State. Trey Lance, uh, North Dakota State. Yeah. Small school, big quarterback. Know your colleges, James. That's right. <laughs> uh, the last injury we have on the list today is Josh Jacobs left with a knee injury in the early fourth quarter. That Raiders offense was putrid. Devontae Adams was bad. Jacoby Myers was bad. Josh Jacobs was bad. Michael Mayer was invisible. Like Kevin O'Connell. Was, Kevin O'Connell's was, son was bad. Al at quarterback. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. He looks just like him. With the stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> I was just throwing passes, just missing everybody. My, my favorite part was the the announcers having trouble splitting up Kevin O'Connell and Aiden O'Connell, trying to like be like, no, Too this is Aiden O'Connell we're talking about. Kevin O'Connell's like, is, J- is Jerry O'Connell on the sideline? <laughs> hey guys, uh, it was rough. the O'Connell Bowl. That's probably the most interesting part about that game, unless you yeah, played IDP, was, which yeah. if you don't play IDP, get into it because games like this actually have meaning. When you have Max Crosby, Max Crosby almost a fifty burger. Yeah, he was a beast today, and uh, luckily I have Max Crosby in one league, so that's good. I will never regret not hanging. Thank God you didn't have him against me today. 
Before we move on to the weekend review, I want to give a shout out to Trophy Smack. Uh, today is the last day you can order and get guaranteed Christmas delivery on Trophy Smack. So make sure you go and do that. And when you order that belt or that trophy, use code DHHRING. You're going to save $60 and get a free championship ring with that trophy or that belt when you place your order. They also have stuff for the losers in your league, whether it's a toilet bowl, it's a funny outfit, a big banner that says, I suck at fantasy football. All sorts of different creative options, and they're starting to get more branding in some wall art and things like that. So not only are they a trophy company, they're spreading their wings and being more diverse uh, on their website. So go to trophysmack.com today. Use code DHHRING at checkout and get that free $60 championship ring when you buy a trophy or a belt. Shout out to those guys. Order it now. Get it in time for Christmas. All right. Let's move on to this week. Tyler, I'm going to let you run point on this. You do a good job on this. What do you want to talk about? All right. I want to talk about the Falcons. First okay. of all, you got, you, got, you got screwed over today with a defensive holding call, which shouldn't have been. I mean, the refs have loved just really shoving it up people's hinder and giving the game to another team. You know, mm. they they are they are loving this year and just making horrendous calls. But beyond that, Drake London going 10 for 172, I think. Yep. And that's not that's without a touchdown. Like this is probably his career game. I'm pretty sure it is. And this is without a quarterback, which I've I get Ritter had a great game. This is Tampa Bay's defense. Their pass defense is absolutely horrendous. So I'm not gonna go from that. Ritter isn't the dude. You are there's correct. Rumors, it is his career high game. Yeah, there's rumors points. that the Steelers and the Falcons are going to try to trade for Justin Fields in the offseason. If Fields is in this offense with Arthur Smith, I know everybody hates Arthur Smith, but what are the two positions that Fields loves to target? The tight end and a wide receiver one. So bring him on in. I love it. Yeah, but do you think Arthur Smith will actually let him do what he wants to do? Because yeah. he doesn't let anybody else do that. Ryan Tannehill, I'm he sure. did. And Tannehill had one of his best seasons. And who's a better athlete than Tannehill? Justin, Justin Fields. Fields, I think. And Tannehill. I don't think Justin Fields going anywhere. Oh, if you don't think the Chicago Bears are drafting a quarterback at one and resetting their their cap, and they can I, I really don't think so. Get I think, first for him. I, yeah, I think they trade that first and and probably pick up another wide receiver. There is no way they're trading out of one one. I, I again, Doug, you with me here? Wait to be. They're seen. taking. They're taking you. Caleb Williams. hundred percent. He's going to the Giants. what? He's going to the. Oh, here's the bias. He's going to the Giants. Oh my God. Okay, everybody. Dicey Happy Hour is now looking for a new coach. Who's to say? Who's to say that Chicago doesn't take Marvin Harrison? That they have enough players. Trust. They have another pick as well. And you would you rather you have? Would you rather have uh, Caleb Williams and Malik Neighbors or Marvin Harrison and an offensive lineman? Bingo. Yeah, I, I don't know what the Bears are going to do, but. Uh, I think DJ Moore is going to be there at long term. They have Cole Komet, who they signed to a long term deal. They do need offensive linemen. It's just it's going to be one of the most fascinating things. I don't know if there's ever been a team that's traded out of the 101 two years in a row. Um, so it would be interesting. And could Marvin Harrison be there? For sure, I could see that. But there's a lot that's going to happen between now and then. Oh, so yeah. I'm not even worried about it. Uh, but I think Fields. I mean, he's he's flash potential, but if he were to you know, go to a like, team like Atlanta, that about, would be great. I just think about some of those teams, like the Jets. Like they're gonna need another quarterback. Yeah, but they've got Rodgers under contract for next year. They're just not gonna trade year. for Fields and sit him. No, yeah. So I don't think they're. I don't think they trade Fields away. I think Fields stays with Chicago. I think it depends on what they get for him. If, if someone was like, "Hey, we're gonna give you our first round pick," and it's like number nineteen. Would you take it if you're drafting a quarterback at first? I probably would. I don't know. Then you'd have three. Then you'd have three first round picks. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of capital you can move around with, or just take players. They need. They need a lot of stuff. But I don't want to talk about. We got five months to talk about this. Doug. All I'm let's, saying is that Drake that. Drake London today. Oh yeah, he, baby. He was one of the players that I've been targeting to buy on the low because he's just going to be turning what 23 in the mm -hmm. off season. Yeah. And he's built like an alpha. He's showed that he can handle 10 targets a game. 
He's talented. I wasn't a Drake London guy coming out. I was like, uh, I don't think he can separate. I'm not a huge fan. I was a big fan. I had him pretty and, high. And then the more that I watched him play, I was like, okay. And then there was an, this this buying window open for Drake London in the offseason. And then even in the beginning of the season, I was like, man, I think it's time to make some moves and trade and get Drake London. I traded away Joe Mixon and Christian Kirk for Drake London. Very in nice. A league, in a league. And um, and he's a contender. I am not. I also traded for Garrett Wilson in that league. So now I have Jamar Chase, Drake London, and Garrett Wilson. Um, nice. my top three receivers. So I'm like, yeah. I, I've gotten younger and I've gotten like studlier. So I'm Probably happy Probably better, better, yeah. Yeah, so I'm super happy with that. And Stinks I also traded Kirk news though. Yeah, I also traded some um some free agent auction budget to get and Alexander Madison to get Drake London in the offseason. And I got laughed at one was like, Oh, you overpaid. I'm like I'm like this is when Madison was like, oh, he's a solid RB2. And I'm like, nah, he's not. But okay, cool. Dude, I, we were all hitting the sell button I so fast on, on Alexander Madison. Real nice. Yeah. Um, so it's great to see Drake London have games like this. I started him in all the leagues that I have him in, which I think is four, because Tampa, their secondary is just trash. It's bad. Um, so it was Yeah, a, a lot of injuries this year with Tampa Bay's backfield. Their cornerbacks are like playing duck, duck, goose. I do want to talk about speaking of backfield. I do want to talk about Tampa's backfield. I've been really impressed. Another player I liked more than Tyler did. Tyler did not like Rashad White coming out. He's like, he's too upright, blah, blah, blah. Rashad White has been 100 yards from scrimmage and a score almost every week for the last six weeks. Quietly good every single week. Reliable. Well, it's just opportunistic, really. I mean, he's getting... 80, I mean, 75 to 87% I mean, of the snap share. As a running that's, back, that's all you need. That's what you want in fantasy. Yeah. And, uh, he's playing better than we expected. Yeah, I'll I give mean, him he's, that. he's active in the passing game. Like, he's been yeah. scoring touchdowns. He's, he's RB5 he's, on the season currently. He has exceeded my expectations a, a ton. He's one of those guys in redraft that was kind of in that dead zone. Like, you pick him in round seven, like Josh Jacobs was last year, and he turns around and has a great season. That's kind and of I'm what selling him after seen. the season's over. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably we the have right. no idea where they're they're going in Tampa. We don't know where they're going to go at quarterback. They have lots of offensive line issues. Is Evans going to return? Yeah, what they got wide Chris, receiver money issues. What's up with Chris Godwin? Like yep, he's been he's, brutal. They've got two players ending their contract years in their receivers. So I, I it's going to be Godwin, iffy. Godwin signed. Long Godwin got extended. I'm sorry. Yeah, last Mike year. Evans is going to be a free agent for sure. Because yeah. he said that if they couldn't give him a deal at the beginning of the season, then he was going to just going re- to. I I think he just retires. Nah, he's got too much juice. Who's going to pay him? Someone, someone will pay him. The Bears, <laughs> Some, the Panthers, like someone will give him twelve uh, to fifteen million dollars a year. If the Panthers bring another thirty-year-old wide receiver in that wide receiver Here's room, DJ Chark I would just, just sell any Bryce Young that I have left. Here's DJ just Chark for good. See you later. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit, of Bryce Young. I know Tyler. He may or may not come back. We don't know what's going on. Hey, let's just roll with it. Let's. Have uh, fun. I-, I watched a decent amount of that game, and that whole team is just outside of Chuba Hubbard. And I know Adam Thielen had a decent game today. Um but he's cooled off considerably. Yeah. That offense is just, and this is a game that Carolina was in because their defense is not half bad, but their offense is just brutal. At least this is what I will say. At least they were taking more shots downfield today. I mean, they kind of been doing that with Mingo. Like Mingo's gotten over the last five, four or five weeks, getting six plus targets and a lot of air yards today. It just didn't fall his way. Yeah, it was um, watching Bryce Young and that offensive line, and it's I, I, I'm buying low. I did buy low on Bryce Young. I gave up Josh Dobbs, Demario Douglas, and Najee Harris for Bryce Young and, and Antonio Gibson. Obviously, with the whole Dobbs thing, like hey, yeah. and Douglas hasn't played because he's been concussed. Um, so for me, it was like all right, uh, the former first pick in the draft, I'll buy low on him because rookie quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning, name rookie quarterbacks, they've struggled in year one. So I'm hoping that he bounces back. They make some moves along the line. They add some weapons that are good. Maybe they sign a T Higgins in the off season. Or I'm something pretty like sure that. it was, it was the episode during the summertime that you and I always pick out who we can buy later on in the season. And Bryce young was the number one candidate when we oh, came 100%. out. We did not expect him to have a great uh, rookie season. No. And then putting him up against CJ Stroud was just like 
you know, I, hot and cold. So yeah. I, I think, yes, I totally 100% agree with you that Bryce Young is still a nice buy in Dynasty. You can add Jonathan Mingo to that too. Easily uh, a third round pick might get you Jonathan Mingo at this point. Yeah, probably. But I mean, people probably spent a mid second for Mingo in most leagues. So I don't think he's gained value. I think he's lost no, value. Anything, no. so. Yeah, he got Maybe a little a late warm second, there, early third. but he's still earning the target share, which makes me think that he is uh, Bryce Young's favorite target. And he is going to command those bigger targets that you want down the field, 10, 15 yards down the field. Yeah, yeah. I agree. James, what, what did you see today that you wanted to uh, talk about? What did I see that I enjoyed? Um, well, I enjoyed watching the Falcons lose. We already talked about that. Yeah, there's a lot of things I saw that I didn't enjoy today. Um, just on a pop-up thing, you know, it didn't pop up on the news ticker or anything like that, but Kenneth Walker got a little banged up in this one, may have re-aggravated something. Zach Charbonnet came in later on. Um, that's something. Drew Locks, not that good at football, dude. I mean, he played better than I thought he would. At least they were competitive in that game for a bit, even though San Francisco's offense was asleep in the first half, and then the, the giant woke up and they started popping off. Do you a, think DK Metcalf stays in this offense? Yeah, I mean, they signed him long-term. I don't think he's one of these guys that gets moved in the offseason. And Lockett's out the door? Lockett's, Lockett's got to be towards his run as a Seahawk. He's making good money. He's 31 years old. J JSN is flashed. I think the the right move for them is they need to do something at quarterback too because I don't Gino's oh, not yeah. the long term guy. Yeah. So if Seattle, if they're in that pick like twenty area, they might be able to get one of these young quarterbacks that'll be like a McCarthy or one of these guys. They need to do something at quarterback. So I think that they they've got two young running backs. They've got a, a decent pieces on defense. They've got JSN. They've got DK. I think that's a good base. They just need to get the right quarterback in there because Gino. He was a great story last year. He struggled yeah. this year. Um, Had one really good game last week. Yeah, I mean, he's he's clearly not the long-term answer there, so they need to figure out what they're going to do at the quarterback position. So speaking I think DK stays there. Speaking of quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, is he the MVP this year? I mean, if he keeps putting up 380 yards and multiple touchdowns and not turning the ball over and, and the, the Niners keep winning games and they end up... I mean, it like, looks like they're going to get the first round by the way that they're playing right now and with the Eagles losing currently 10 and 10 to nothing. Yeah. Um, I, I think if the 49ers wind up going to the Super Bowl, Purdy gets the MVP. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with the, with the postseason. The votes are already in by the time the postseason starts. Right. I understand. That. So but... I, here's, here's what I think. You could make an argument for a few players. You could make an argument for Tyreek Hill being the MVP. Very true. You could make an argument for Christian McCaffrey as MVP, Brock Purdy. Um, if the Eagles keep winning, I mean, Jalen Hurts has played not as good as last year, but he's played well enough. Dak Prescott is making a run for yeah. MVP based on what the cop. I think there's just a lot of names. Um, still, it's still hard to break it down, huh? I think you can take out Patrick Mahomes. I think you can take out Josh Allen just due to their records. They're great players, but I just don't think they've their teams haven't ascended to you know yeah. best in the conference type of thing. I think Brock Purdy is is right up there, and it's He's crazy, and it's crazy because he had that three game stretch where everyone was so out. Like if you're like, oh Purdy, the bubbles burst, and they lose three in a row, and then what have they done since? They've set mm. the league on fire again. They blew out the Eagles in Philadelphia last week, which is no easy task. They blow out Seattle today. They finally wake up and get their offense moving. You know the key to this offense is when they have a healthy CMC, a healthy Debo. Ayuk and Kittle, they're, they're really, really hard. they're really, really hard they're to stop. Hard to beat. And, it, yep. and it looks like the the heart of that offense, as much as CMC, you know, he gets his twenty plus touches a game. He's over hundred yards from scrimmage. The 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 cog in that engine that makes the whole thing go is Debo Samuel. Mm. With Debo in there, they can do so many unique things, and it creates mismatches across the field. They can pick and choose what they want to do, and that is that is the important part of that Niners offense. So Brock Purdy. He has to make the throws, and he makes some great throws. He has to be a he has to be a, in a game manager, but he's better than that. I think Brock Purdy is a, is a very good NFL quarterback. He's smart. He doesn't make mistakes. He makes the throws he needs to make. His career reminds me of uh, you know maybe in early Tom Brady, but better 
because when Brady came into the league, that that defense was awesome. And the Niners defense is great, but the Patriots defense was their, their bread and butter. Tom Brady wasn't lighting the league up on offense in his first year, even his second year. They missed the playoffs in his second year after they won the Super Bowl. He didn't get good until they added some offensive pieces and he started to elevate his game uh, and his talent. So for me, looking at Purdy, you've got similar stories. Mr. Irrelevant, right? Brady was a sixth rounder. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at 25 years apart. This is happening. And it wouldn't surprise me if Purdy leads the Niners to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying he's going to be Tom Brady. Tom Brady's arguably the GOAT, right? right? But you can see the similarities and he's doing it with more talent. So Purdy's set up for success. So I think... If you bought the little bit of dip that there was in Brock Purdy, or if you picked him up as a free agent, like I did in a bunch of leagues last year, I'm riding Brock. I'm riding Brock Purdy to the promised land. I've got him and Hertz as my quarterbacks in one league. I picked him up in a league that Tyler and I are in, and thank God because we needed quarterback help. Like that's been. This just goes to show if there's ever. This is my super flex advice for anyone. If there's any quarterback in the league that has potential to start games or they came in for an injured player, it never hurts to pick them up if you have a roster spot because you just never know. I picked up Joe Flacco two weeks ago. Yep. And Joe Flacco is out there throwing 300 yards. Let's talk about it. And getting three touchdowns and he looks freaking good. He looks great, except for the fumble today and one interception. But over 300, three three touchdowns, like, come on, that's great. And he was free. He yeah. was free in your super flex leagues. No one was rostering Joe. As soon as I heard that he was working out for the Browns, I picked him up in a bunch of leagues that I and had. Spots. All of a sudden, David Bell catches a touchdown pass for over 40 yards. Well, it was a bro- broken coverage, but it was a broken David and Joku though. Ball oh, out yeah. today. I mean, I'm yes. an OG David and Joku truther from. Yes, way you back. are. Yep. I picked him in the first round in tight end premium leagues. I was sold. We know it there takes time for tight ends. <laughs> like he was, he was definitely on the top of the tight end list today. Only one player I believe was higher than him, and that is my guy. That was Evan, Evan Schmingbrum. Yeah, uh, Calvin really looked lost today. Uh, we Evan knew Ingram that was, was going to happen. Evan Ingram was the only reliable. I mean, Zay Jones had a couple of clutch catches, but Evan Ingram was the go-to guy. I thought Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I know he threw a few picks. But despite the injury, I thought he played okay. He played okay, considering uh, he wasn't just the in the pocket defense. and he couldn't move. Like he yeah, was like able to I move. saw him scramble and I just like yeah. gasped for air. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to get concerned about Etienne though. Like he's been um, short yardage touchdowns, and that's about it lately. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, like if you have him on your team, and I have him in a in a team that I'm I'm gonna make the playoffs in. I'm playing him through the playoffs, and then as soon off as the offseason season comes, yeah. uh, he's an off-season offload for me. Yeah, I uh, I, have, I, I think offloaded him on the Tyler uh, on a team that we're that Damon and I are rebuilding. We sold Etienne for uh, who did we get back? We got a 2025 first. We got Trey McBride, and we got T Higgins, and we we sent Michael Mayer out the door with uh, with Etienne. So I'm happy with that deal because I don't want to build my teams around running backs. No, um, build them around wide receivers and quarterbacks and super flex anyway. Yeah, 100%. And I'll take that 2025 first. You never know what that's going to be. But oh, the yeah, more shots sure. I get at it, the more I want. Um, so, yeah, so Etienne, I'm starting to get a little concerned. He, he's been a little active in the passing game. I figured he would have been more active because there was no Christian Kirk today. Um, and Trevor Lawrence doesn't have the mobility, maybe some dump offs and short stuff. But, I mean, he did dominate the backfield snaps. But, um, yeah. What I, happened with Tank Bigsby? Did he I not think, get a carry? He got three touches today? No, I he didn't get Dearness, anything. I think Dearness Johnson has just outplayed him. Bigsby has made a lot of mistakes. He's had mm. some key fumbles. He had a pass go off his hands that got picked off in a big game. He's made some very big rookie mistakes. And I think that they, Dearness Johnson has just outplayed him and he's earned the snaps. So, Fair enough. I mean, they released Jermichael Hasty, um, who I've always liked. He's on the Patriots now. Um, and let's, can we talk Patriots? I know yeah, we won. can we can I, we can roll the tape back to I Thursday. know they won and um how about by this? Bailey Zappi? How about no? How about this? Zeke Elliott, yeah, league winner boy. in 2023. Bill has say what? In say what? The tank. 25 touches over and 100. No one yards? wanted to buy him from me. I am literally tanking one in 12 in this damn league, and no one wanted to buy Zeke for me. I'm like, give me a second, please. So here's what I'll tell you. Here's another dynasty tip. 
if you put it out there like, hey, this person's available and you don't get any offers, and I'm not to say you didn't do this. Here's what you need to do. If it's a few weeks before the trading deadline, two weeks, the week of, whatever, you put, hey, Zeke Elliott's on the block. This is what I'm looking for. And you don't get any offers. You need to be proactive and send out offers to managers because oh, yeah, that's sure. because that's the way to do it. Because I've found that people will put, this guy's available. But you know what they don't do? They don't send out offers to teams. They just oh, wait I for people that. to come to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's no, no, not no, how no. it works. No, no, no. I'll wanna, send out offers. Yeah, yeah. I've if sent you want to your roster... Don't be the guy that says this guy's available and sit back and think that all these offers are going to come flooding in. You have to be proactive. If you want to sell a Devin Singletary, you want to sell a Zeke Elliott, you need to sit and look at the roster and say, oh, this guy had Ramondre. I'll sell him Zeke for a late second or maybe a third even because you're like, this is going to be his value peak because he could be dust. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so that's my tip to you guys is that it, it, when it comes trading season, be proactive. Don't just sit there and wait for you think all these offers are going to roll in and then it's crickets and then the trade deadline lapsed and you're sitting there on your roster with a decaying asset that you could have flipped and maybe got something for. So there, well, Outside of Zeke in this game, there really wasn't much to talk about. Uh, Trubisky, Henry, actually, Trubisky Henry was Henry actually good for fantasy, for fantasy purposes. Yeah, I know. He, Killed me in one of the leagues. I was Deont- Deontay had a touchdown, but other than that, this game was pretty ugly. But it was nice to see uh, Bailey Zappi do something, score multiple touchdowns in the first half. But Zeke looked uh, looked good. And it was good know, to see New England went to three and ten. I know uh, Ramondre is probably. I, I can't imagine they're going to bring Ramondre back. So I think it's going to be Zeke until the end of the season. And if you have him, I have him on a com- a couple of competing rosters, and now I can confidently start him and know he's going to touch the ball twenty times. Is Kevin Harris a no. sneaky pickup? No. No. Kevin Harris is garbage. I've watched him play. He's not good. I can't um, believe they got rid of Pierre Strong. He was the better back. I, I agree. Uh, they just released Ty Montgomery. So, uh, yeah, right. Um, Did they release him after the game? After he made the special teams mistake, they released him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so it's Zeke and Kevin Harris for the rest Zeke, of the season. Zeke, Kevin Harris, and I, I assume Jermichael Hasty will get elevated. Oh, okay. Off the practice squad, who I like a lot. I, I thought he flashed with the Niners. I thought he flashed with Jacksonville last year. I've just always liked Jermichael Hasty's game. So um, that could be a guy, like, if you're deep, deep dynasty league and you have Zeke and you're like, you know what? I'll pick up Hasty and just sit on him because you never know when the opportunity knocks. Because Kevin Harris ain't it. He's a load that's going to get you two and a half yards of carry. He's got no wiggle. Blech. He's garbage, as the kids say. But, yeah, right. I want to give a shout-out to Zeke. Zeke uh, let's nice. go. Let's go. Rams Baltimore. I like this game. This game was, was closer fun. than I expected it to be. Yeah, especially on the road. It was in Baltimore. The yeah, Rams in came a to monsoon. Play. The Rams came to play. And the Rams did one thing that no other team has been able to do as of late, and that's run the ball against Baltimore. Kyron Williams, 25 carries, 114 yards. You look good. Didn't get into the end zone and didn't get any receiving yardage, but he did have four targets on the day caught three balls and it was just the the offensive line was getting pushed around by Baltimore's defense yeah but we saw Cooper Cup come back alive today eight for 115 and a tutty Nakua the guy's a star dude he makes I sick catches every wait. week man. I love I, all the tape on the hands reminded me of like Sean Taylor when he had it on he's his, uh, old school yeah he doesn't wear gloves it's just some tape on his fingers like yeah he's he's, he's the out real there deal. diving making diving catches looking good doing it like I, I will give you so you dynasty guys that listen mm-hmm. to this website or this podcast. Well, it's a dynasty be, show. I hope they dynasty show. Dynasty. Yeah. Um, you probably saw Davis Allen catch some passes today, and he's a rookie tight end from Clemson. I have him on most taxi squads because, as you know, I'm the tight end guy, and if I see a guy with athleticism, I usually put him on my taxi and see what we got. So Tyler Higby was out in this game, and David Al- Davis uh, Allen got pretty pretty targeted and he looked pretty good. Um, they went to him late, I think on the second to last play of the game and it was a contested catch and he did drop it, but he made some big plays in that Four game Four for 50 and a touchdown. And I liked what I saw. And he is, if you're not in a league with me, he might be available. He's mm-hmm. worth picking up because Tyler Higby's on a big contract. He's not that good. No. Um, Hunter longs on that roster who I loved coming out of Boston college, but he's been traded now for Miami. He's never been healthy. This kid, Bryce Hopkins he, ain't it. Now he ain't it. But this <laughs> kid, enough. this could, I could see him being the starting tight end there next year for the Rams because Higby's making big money. I could see him out the door. And Allen looked really, really good today. 
He did. Um, he did look very nice. So, like I said, I've got him. We were just talking a little Davis Allen for you, Tyler, as he jumped back in. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if anything else is working, but we can hear you. you guys, we can hear you. Can you. hear me? Okay, but you know. So, oh, hey, there we go. Um, uh, I mean, it was yeah, the best so, twenty minutes of the podcast with you. I not, yeah, I, bet. I could only imagine. No, he's he's a Clemson guy. Uh, yep. Do you guys remember the other Clemson tight end named Allen? Play for the Colts. I I got Dwayne. him. Dwayne, Dwayne Allen. Allen. I love yeah. Dwayne Allen. Yeah, and I every time he caught a pass, I'm like, oh my god, is he back? This is him, right? Because I said Clemson tight end, and well, one of them, Dwayne Allen was African American. That's true. Davis Allen is Caucasian. I mean, we've all seen the movie White Chicks. You just never know. Oh my my goodness! I'm just gonna make my way downtown on this. On the other side, Isaiah Likely talking about tight ends. Like he finally had a big, big game. The one game that we were waiting for, Isaiah Likely. He had a big play. Yeah. Big play. As soon as he left the line, you could see I was watching that and they showed it and his arm was up and I'm like, Lamar, you bet I have him in Scott Fishbowl. I'm like, you better throw him that football. <laughs> yeah. Thank thankfully he did. Uh Zay Flowers had a couple drops today, but did have the game winning touchdown. Um, dude, that touchdown saved his day. Yeah. And Odell Beckham Jr.'s got some life. He's been uh he's been looking decent. As Ten targets caught four balls. Is Rashad Bateman dust? No, I yes. don't think he is yet. I don't think he is yet either. I think he's a severely buy low opportunity. Third? Oh, yeah. Third? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair pricing. Uh, Keaton Mitchell got most of the work in the backfield today. Um, yeah, but the Rams, you know, I, I I liked what they did. I thought they were super competitive on the road, tough matchup. It was good to see. It was um, a good game. I love this game, like I said. Y- you know who I want to talk about today? And he, he hit the 22-mile-an-hour mark, second fastest player in the NFL this year. His name's not Tyreek Hill. It's so not DK Metcalf. It is Chase Brown from the Cincinnati Bengals, oh, a guy oh, I really oh, liked coming out of Illinois. Yeah. Well, he, we, he, we he, gives me, <laughs> he gives me Austin Eckler vibes. I know he wears number 30, so it's an easy comp, but he could be the lightning to Joe Mixon's thunder. He's got the juice. He had 80 yards uh, receiving today. I just like what I see. He brings Big 40-plus yard play reception. But yeah, he, him he, and Mixon both had one. He brings a different element to this backfield that they have not had since they've had Joe Mixon. I think they wanted that out of Chris Evans when they drafted him. Yeah. And he's just perennially hurt. Travion Williams is not that kind of guy. He's like Joe Mixon light, the way that he runs the football. He's Samaj P. Ryan light. Right. But Chase Brown, <laughs> you can tell when this kid touches the football, he's different. He made a move laterally and made a guy miss full speed today, which I was like, whoa. Which, Doug, we, we saw on tape. His we Illinois did. tape, like we saw this, like he is fast, quick. Yeah. And there's one person in this podcast that hated Doug and I for having him at RB five. And his name is James. <laughs> it's true. It's true. RB five though. <laughs> yeah. Like this was pre draft. Doug and I had him pretty high pre draft. I love chase Brown. I had Sean yeah. Tucker up there too. Chase Brown reminds me. Did of you Sean have Tucker a little bit? Did you have Kendra Miller over him in your rankings? No. Uh, Jamar Chase with a quiet game, but you know what? Jake Browning looked good again. I know he did get injured at the end of the game. It looks like he's probably going to be okay, and they brought in A.J. McCarron. But the Bengals are scoring 30 points a game with no Joe Burrow. Go figure. Jake Jake Browning has looked good. His completion percentage is good. He's been protecting the football. Like, you couldn't ask for anything more out of this kid. The Bengals are still in the playoff hunt. Oh, yes, for sure. which Which is wild. You know, so I, I love seeing the Chase Brown stuff today. Mixon gets in the end zone again, and he's been reliable, especially because the running back position is such a dumpster fire this year. So, you know, Mixon, he's he's one of the guys that I, like I told you earlier, I sold um, midseason him and Kirk for Drake London because Mixon to me is one of those guys that he could get cut in the offseason, and then he has a hard time finding a job yeah. just because he's that age. He's part of that draft class. Like Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook are already dust. Um, is Joe Mixon next? I mean, McCaffrey obviously isn't. He's the exception to the rule, but I could see Joe Mixon being, uh, he's, he's a, a declining asset. So I wanted to get out from underneath him. And guess who I have on my taxi squad, James? Who's that? I have Chase Brown on my taxi squad in the league. I Go have figure. I love it when that happens. If Chase Brown has a bigger role next year, I, I lose Mixon. No big deal. I elevate Chase Brown. Maybe I can start him some weeks. That's what I'm hoping. Um, it always pays to handcuff backfield sometimes with younger guys because those older guys get hurt or move on. And then guess what? 
you got a guy that you can plug into your lineup if you need to. So that is always a fun move. James, what else you got? I don't think we have too much left. I think we hit them all. Uh, let me take a quick gander here. I don't, I don't, didn't come prepared. I'm just going to give a quick browsy browse. Uh, Colts, how about Michael Pittman? Is, uh, I mean, he's, he's so, so reliable, right? Eight he's for playing up to expectation today. in and out, uh, in and out of games. I expected him to score a touchdown in this game. It didn't happen, yeah, it didn't but happen. like, yeah, his target share is monstrous compared to everyone else on the team. Uh, he's double digit targets. Like, I don't know. 13 or 12 out of 13 games that he's played this year. Uh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. He's got 95 plus percent snap share. He's going to catch a hundred balls again. Easy. Yeah. Oh, easily. He's already over. Oh, he's on the 87 right now. Oh, so yeah, yeah. He'll get he's it got in two plenty weeks. of time. Yeah. And he was a sneaky guy see... last year. You go, Oh, Michael Pittman caught a hundred passes last year. Guess yeah. what? He's going to catch a hundred again this year. He's just, he's just really, he doesn't have this crazy ceiling. But he's got a super safe floor of like seven and seventy-five, eight and ninety-five, yeah. ten and a hundred and ten. And, and I'm not and I'm not scared with Anthony Richardson coming back because we saw right. that kind of target share when Anthony Richardson was at the helm. So I, I think it just helps him and adds another layer to this offense as we see it growing. You know, a, a banged up Jonathan Taylor not in this game. Zach Moss didn't do crap and i yeah. and i know tyler was would love to have been on this podcast to talk about that but since he's not here right now um <laughs> yeah without jonathan taylor without anthony richardson i think the, this offense is sneaky good with shane steichen at the helm uh, as the offensive uh i mean as the head coach i think it just i think it's gonna work yeah it I just think needs a little time yeah, I think if you know next year you're gonna have Taylor back because they obviously signed him long term. You got Josh Downs, who I like a lot. You got Pittman. You've got even Alec Pierce, who flashed last week, but he's and then you have Anthony Richardson to top it all. You have off. Richardson. They've got a trio of tight ends that they could use. Um, yeah, and I think Pittman is a guy that I would buy at his current price because I don't think he's I don't think his price is accurate. Like I think in Dynasty, he's usually right around probably wide receiver what like 17, 18. Mike Pittman is like Michael Pittman is like. Uh a younger version of Mike Evans when it comes to how people view Mike Evans. They're he's always boring. like, he's yeah. boring. Oh, he's never going to be good. This, that, the other year after year, he just logs good. Oh, hundred receptions, a thousand yards. He now Pittman doesn't score as many touchdowns as I'd like him to, but that's, that's a variable. Like those. Yeah. Are gonna, those are but he's also dealing different. with a, a banged up quarterback, you know, sure. on IR and we'll see. He's dealing, he's doing with Gardner Minshew pretty damn good. Yeah, I would I would pay the current Michael Pittman price, whatever it is right now. Late first? Yeah, easily. Yeah, I, I would give up a late first in a 12-team league for Michael Pittman. If I have a late first, I would I would actually consider that, but I think I already have Pittman on that run. I see that. I can't no, I've, got, I've got him in I've got him in <laughs> too many leagues. One, I think I've got him in two dynasty leagues. So what else um, we got? We got anything else? Uh, I was looking through Broncos Chargers. We talked a little bit about the Herbert injury. Broncos, I mean, Javante scored a touchdown for the first time in forever on the ground, so that's nice. Cortland Sutton keeping it going. Ten touchdowns on the four season. Four targets. Four targets and a and three receptions for a touchdown. Ten like, touchdowns for Cor I didn't see that. I didn't have that in my bingo bingo sheet at all. Six six touchdowns over the last eight weeks, and one week was a bye. So, like, he, he's just... Uh, He's crazy. I don't know how they're they're doing it, but he catches the big ball that counts. Yeah, and I mean, he's a, he's a good contested catch receiver, and he's been really really good this year. I mean, obviously he's fully back from the injuries, um, and that's made a huge difference for him. Um, so you love seeing that. Austin Eckler, Jerry Judy still stinks. Yeah, he stinks. Um, Austin Eckler didn't look complete dust today. He had almost a hundred yards from scrimmage, and he did have a touchdown. So that was, or he did have a hundred yard on the dot. Um, what do we think they're going to do going forward at that running back position? I think Eckler's done at the end of the year. I think there's some bad blood there. We saw right. some extra carries go to Isaiah Spiller. Uh, yeah. He did get the nod over Joshua Kelly, although Kelly still had a couple there, I think. Kelly farted out loud and short yardage when they needed a four. There's a lot of things that they need to fix. Most First and foremost, the offensive line is just terrible, and we're seeing it year in and year out with Herbert getting hurt. So yeah. I, I think they, they try to concentrate on that. Maybe they pick up a, a, a later round running back, maybe the third, fourth round. There's going to be a then, lot of them this year. Cause this yeah, running back and class. See where, see where it's going to go with that. And I, I think they let Eckler walk to a uh, free agency and he gets picked up somewhere, but he could be, he could be done, man. 
Yeah, I think it's gonna be hard for Eckler to get a big money contract. I think he'll find a he'll find a a home somewhere. Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna be um, with the Chargers. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Quentin Johnson flashed a little bit with Easton Stick. I'm still not buying because I'm just not, not buying. A fan. But in this game, I'm still buying Marvin Mims because his price continues to get lower and lower and lower. And I think the way that Denver is going to make moves in the offseason, I think Jerry Judy's as good as gone. Sutton will probably stay, I think, because I think he's played well enough. Um, but Marvin Mims could easily be the number two pass catcher in that offense. Hopefully they get Greg Dolchich back, your guy, James. Really? I would love to see that, get him back. And they get some more athleticism uh, in the passing game, which would be great to go along with Javante and Julia McLaughlin. Um, you know, Denver, Russ has played okay this year, but I think they just lack some of that juice in the offense and they're not getting Marvin Mims enough work. And I think that, you know, it could be just, maybe he's not ready cause he's a rookie, but we know athletically, um, he's flashed and he's had a couple of big games early in the season, but he's been kind of quiet. So I'm, I'm looking to acquire Marvin Mims probably had to draft him with a mid to late second. I'm hoping to maybe scoop him up for a third if I can in the offseason. That sounds um, reasonable. If I can do that, I think he's one of my stronger buys because I really love his profile. I really like him as a player and the opportunity appears that it'll be there for him in 2024. So um, he's a guy that I am trying to target. Outside of that, I think, um, I don't know. I don't really see much else. Let's see what's we yeah, got. No. Uh, update here. on the Dallas Philly game. Dallas winning 17 to 3. Darn. Uh, with three minutes left in the second quarter. So, yikes. Okay. Rico Daddle. He was an easy pickup. I hope you picked him up. I picked him touchdown. up in a ton of dynasty leagues because he Eight was the for guy 31 and a touchdown. And Pollard has six for 32. Yeah. And Paul, remember, Paul is not on a long term deal. He's on the franchise tag, right? Correct. So, Austin Eckler to the Cowboys. You heard it here first. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I could see them doing that. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Yeah. I did want to give a shout out to Manscaped. Make sure you go on to manscaped.com today. Get that order in before Christmas. Use code DHH, save 20%. You get the best beard, ball, face, whatever you want to trim. In the business with the Lawnmower 4.0. I believe they have a juiced up version on there now as well. They're also going to give you all sorts of awesome stuff. They're going to give you stuff that's going to make you smell good, that's going to make you feel good. It's going to make your skin super smooth and hydrated, which is important, especially this time of season when it's so dry. Keep those boys hydrated at all times. Your wife, girlfriend, partner, whatever you got will thank you for it. So check out Manscaped. Use code DHH, save that 20%, get it before Christmas. It's a great gift. Your balls and everyone else are going to thank you for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That is that has been us this week. Sorry that Tyler had some technical issues. We'll get that sorted out. But for James, for me, we will see you next week in the fantasy playoffs, baby. Let's, yeah, go, let's go to Dynasty Happy Hour. Woo! Champions. Champions.